From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DiLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about the ups and downs of her cycle and its impact on your relationship. And there's a quote that's been attributed to Anonymous that says, when a woman tells you she started her period, the correct response is never. Well, that explains it. (laughs) Wow. There's just a whole lot of truth in that. There is. And And I think we've all said that at some point. I know you've said it. Or other. So whether any other husband has ever said it to his wife, I know it's happened in our marriage. And and we're going to be talking about the cycle and her period and all the hormones and everything on today's show. But first and foremost, we do start each one extraordinary marriage show with a hug. Mm -hmm. And if you're brand new to the show, first of all, welcome. We're super excited to have you as a new listener. But you may be wondering, what's a hug? And a hug is an opportunity really for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone whose marriage has experienced breakthrough or transformation. And this hug comes from an iTunes review that we received that said, I'm writing after listening to you guys for about two weeks now. Mm. I was immediately inspired to communicate with my spouse about issues. And already after two weeks, our marriage feels reborn. Just communicating instead of hiding behind fear, pride, and laziness. Mm. Wow, make no mistake. God has used you guys mightily to shake us out of the doldrums after 12 years of marriage and four kids. Can't thank you enough. Consider this a big hug. Oh, love it, love it, love it. I mean, let's go. Yeah, we do. Boom, two weeks, intention, taking action. Let's go. That's what happens when couples get serious about making a change in their marriage. And, you know, as Tony said at the top of the show, we're talking today about her cycle and its impact on your marriage. Yeah. Because it isn't just something that happens to the wife. It definitely happens to both husband and wife. There's an impact on both sides. And, you know, over the years, we've ta- we've done shows talking about, you know, s- having sex during her period or mm-hmm. not. We've talked about, you know, why, you know, just some of the biology behind the period itself and, and the cycle and why she's maybe more adventurous around ovulation and, and maybe at other times and maybe not so much. But we've never actually done a show. And I went and looked through all 500 and I don't know, this is 588, so <laughs> almost 600 shows to see had we ever just had a conversation on the cycle and we hadn't. Mm-hmm. And so that's really where this show came from, because it's not just the three to seven days that she's bleeding. And, you know, we call it the period or the flow or, you know, ant flows in town or, you know, the red tide or they're like, I don't know. I Googled it. There's like 30 different slang terms. Are there really? Yeah. It's wow. fascinating. I was like, oh, who knew? Um, but we're not just talking about that. We're actually talking about that whole cycle, all the hormonal and physical changes and the impact that it has on husbands and wives. Mm-hmm. Because whether your cycle is shorter, like mine is around 23 days, give or take, um, or longer into that, like 32, 33 days, somewhere in there, average is 28. But, okay. you know, I, I don't I think our daughter's the only one I know that like really sticks to that 28 day cycle. It, it, there's an impact. And, and I know for us, like when we first got married, uh, I, we never, never, never talked about my period. No, it, I, don't, it, I don't even know if I knew what it really was in our, in our younger years of marriage. I, I, I knew what it was. We just didn't have, ever have that conversation of really what's going on physically mm-hmm. with you. 
Well, and, and, and we struggled too, because there would be times that I'm like, Tony, get off of me. Like, why are you so attracted to me? Like, and we realize now it's the pheromones that mm-hmm. I'm giving off and I can't smell or have any awareness of, but you would be like, this happened to us the other day. We're, Last cu- week. we're cuddling in bed and you're like, like all nuzzled up in my neck and you're all like, oh, you just smell so good. And I'm like, I can't smell it. I don't understand it. That's that was during ovulation. Totally during oh, ovulation. You just, you, you glow. You, you absolutely, your, your skin is soft. You, you, there's that smell that comes off of you and I just get super horny. Uh, there you go. There you go. But And the, I could honestly have sex every single one of those days during that time period. See? And on the other side, like especially in the early years of our marriage, I had no idea why mm-hmm. there were times when you were so drawn to me mm-hmm. and times when I'd be like, yeah, let's try that in the bedroom. And other times when I'm like, I don't want to get off of me. Like stop, stop, stop touching me. Mm-hmm. Right? And you know, I mean, I've been to gynecologists. They never talk about it. My mom had never talked about it. You and I had never talked about it. And it was just the source of tension. It was why there would be times when you're like, well, that explains why you're so moody or that explains why you're so cranky or that explains it. And then I'd get irritated because I'm like, well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so there's this cyclical, you know, every month or so tug of war happening between husbands and wives. And can I, can I say yeah. something here? And I think... As we understand her cycle more, I really do believe in our marriages, we can we can truly have the extraordinary. Because when we begin to understand that cycle, and it's it's not to say that we don't romance each other throughout it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we change our lives because our wives are going through this every month. It's the awareness and understanding of it and even how to initiate in those moments. Because when she's on the backside of her ovulation, initiating may look different. I'm not going to say it's going to be vastly different. It may be minutely different, but there may be some differences that we need to be aware of when she is ovulating. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and this happens month in and month out, except for those of you who've gone through menopause or who've had hysterectomies. Yes, which usually puts a woman into menopause. Which puts so. a woman into menopause. But for those whose wives are having her period or is having her period, this is happening every month. Well, and I just want to speak to the menopause, um, the couples that are going through Mm -hmm. menopause, because there were a number of you that responded. I'm going to get into some of the questions that we asked on Instagram. But menopause is still part of her cycle. And navigating that as a couple is still something that the two of you have to have conversation around. I mean, this isn't just like, well, honey, this is just something that happens to you. And, you know, it sucks that you bleed, you know, for three to seven days once a month. But as a husband, this doesn't impact me. Oh, heck yeah, it does. Oh yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. And the more to the husbands, the more that you know about your wife's cycle and and how she, you know, like her own awareness of her hormones and what she's feeling and understanding her, like Tony said, you're going to have a more extraordinary marriage. Can can I say something? It's interesting as you said that, that three to seven days. And in my mind, I went right to our vows and I, and and I do distinctly remember. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, no, I'm curious. I was just like, where did. During sickness and health. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you having your period is a sickness, like a a time of flu or a mental illness or even cancer or something of that nature. And yet it just sort of hit me to go, huh, there is this time period though. Wow. Each month Mm -hmm. where I vowed to be beside you 
And I'm not again. I'm not saying it's a sickness because it's not. It's it's your but body it's a, doing its, its form natural of right. It, it's your body doing its natural cycle. Right. Well, and you know, I mentioned a few minutes ago that we did we did start asking you guys questions on mm-hmm. Instagram, and we do this almost every week. Yeah. You know, and and part of the reason that we ask you the questions on Instagram, it's one, it's easy to do polls there, but two, we want to know what's happening in the one family. You guys are our family. There's a reason we say love you guys. There's a reason we do a hug. And when we share information, we want to share what's going on here. And so we started by asking the question, you know, we asked wives, does your husband know or track your cycle? And 28% of the wives said, yes, he does. So that means 70% of the wives that responded have husbands that don't. 72. 72. But we also asked the husbands, do you track your wife's cycle? And 43% of the husbands that responded said that they do. So I'm not sure what that says about the one family. I feel like we've got a few more husbands that are kind of on, you know, the husbands that are listening are on board with tracking. Maybe they've heard us talk about it before. Um, But there's obviously a lot of couples where this is not happening. Mm -hmm. And there are enough apps out there that you can, you know, go to a period tracking app. We use different ones here. You can use the health app on, you know, your Apple iPhone. There's all different kinds of things. But think about getting an app, guys and gals, to track your cycle. Yeah. It will be eye-opening, just even in terms of how long your cycle is or how short it is or when you're approximately ovulating. Because it's not just, again, we're not just worried about the end of the cycle where she gets her period or the start of the cycle, depending on how you look at it. It's all the stuff that happens in between. Mm -hmm. And how does this get stronger with the understanding? Because we ask the question of wives, you know, how does your cycle how does her cycle impact your marriage? And the wives said, you know what? The hormones are real. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't stuff I'm making up. I'm not trying to, you know, blow smoke every month, but they make me feel irritable, not myself, mean, moody. And I have been there. And I will tell you, if you have daughters who have not gone through puberty yet, all of that is coming. <laughs> and in them, it's even more uncontrollable because they don't know what's going on. And that's just a side note. But it, it does make us women feel not ourselves. And it's not like we're like, oh, well, you know what? It's been three weeks of nice. I think I'm just going to like pull out the mean card for the next week. We don't decide that. (laughs) There's a switch that gets flipped in our bodies. And can I say from my standpoint, we've been there and we still go through these. And and because I am not one to track, I, I am not, at least I'll ask her, I'm like, hey, where are you? How close? You know, because she has it on her app. And so we've just gone to a place where it's, Hey, just share with me. Mm-hmm. Where where are you? I know other guys who have spreadsheets and know exactly what's going on. And and I'm talking about spreadsheets for like the Everything. last seven, eight years. Yeah. And they just sort of know that. But those are just whoever you are and how you want to do that, that's that's you. Mm-hmm. For Elise and I, I I ask. And I wanna just say though, it doesn't mean that we don't get into that point where she's about to get start her period. And we'll go head to head at times. And, and it's like, whoa, 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 hold on. What's happening? And then it's like, ah, mm-hmm. got it. Because the touches that I did two weeks earlier, maybe in a sense of initiating or connecting or just saying, hey, I love you, having her close, those touches can be 180 degrees different two weeks later. And my receptivity to those touches can be 180 degrees in a different direction. And that's, and ladies, just so you know, like I am validating your hormones and how they make you Mm -hmm. feel. I'm not giving you permission to just be mean and awful to your husbands. 
right? There is still self-control that we can exercise. And, and part of the reason we're having this conversation is so that you've got language to mm-hmm. share with your husband, how you're feeling. But again, it's not permission to be awful, right? You know, we still have, we still have the ability to control ourselves. Um, something else that wives wanted their husbands to know is that having sex during the fertile window is necessary. Like legitimately, if you're trying to make babies that week around ovulation, those days really close when, you know, her temperature changes and all of that kind of stuff, it matters. Please have mm-hmm. sex with your wife during the fertile window. If you're trying to make a baby, it, yeah. period, period. That's when you're going to get pregnant. The other days during the month, they don't matter so much. I still want you, we still want you to have sex, but if you're trying to make a baby, you gotta, there's only a certain window, right? Um, other things that they, wives said, I need during, especially around her period, I need extra love and attention. Mm. Now, husbands, ask your wives what this means to her. Exactly. That's exactly (laughs) what went through my mind. What does that mean to you, honey? Because if you don't know, and she's telling you that, honestly, if Elisa were to tell me that, out of nowhere, I would not know what to do. And I think, in all honesty, I think I would not succeed Mm -hmm. in what she wanted me to do. So asking that question, what does that mean to you? Like just say, hey, what's the one one or two things that I can do during this time? And what does that mean to you? Boom. And then on the, on the flip side, when your husband does do it, acknowledge it. Yes, please. And, and say, thank you. It, it's crazy. Those two words, how much power they have mm-hmm. when you can just say, thank you. And you know, wives really want their husbands to know that PMS is real. Mm-hmm. It's not something they're making up and that they do want to feel loved during that period of time. And, and even the acknowledgement that you know, from a husband, look, I don't understand what you're going through. Like, I don't know what this is like, but I can tell that you're off. And again, not to put blame and not to, you know, talk about the behavior. I just like, I can see that things are off this week. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, one of the terms, um, one of the slang terms for period is shark week. And, uh, I've got clients that have referred to it as shark week. I've got clients that have referred to it as angry ovary, um, week, you know, like all of these different types of things. A- and yet there's still this desire to be loved and understood mm. in that, uh, another thing that wives want their husbands to know is that not every month or every cycle looks identical to the one before. Yeah. And, and that's the truth. And that's the <laughs> that's truth. That's I'm just like, oh, yes. Because more and more as Elisa and I have truly tracked and seen how her body has fluctuated mm-hmm. over these last 10 years, I really do believe. And even over the last two or three years. I mean, it, it's just sort of like, Hey, where are you heavy? Are you light? What's going on with your body? And then all out of nowhere, I mean, it's just sort of like three, four months in a row. It's just like the same thing. And it's like, Oh, okay. And then boom, it's completely different. It's much heavier. It's longer. It's, and we're just sort of like, Oh wow. And I've come to just realize like, okay, that's just what's happening. E- even though I will say you get sort of into a rhythm. It's like, Oh, it, it, it's sort of like light on the first day, two days in the middle are heavy. The the next day is light. Cool. We can be having sex maybe on that fourth day and, and moving on. And then it goes longer and it changes. And I feel like she's taking that out on me and I got to check myself. Like she's not, Elisa's not doing this. And yet my emotions are, are in a place of like, oh, she's doing this to me to get back at me or something. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I don't verbalize that because I realize where I'm at and I'm like, oh, I'm sexually frustrated. I would love to have sex with her right now. And yet she's not there. Yeah. And 
you know, gosh, I wish that they, and just full disclosure, I'm 45, soon to be 46. So like the whole perimenopause thing could be real, you know, whatever. Um, still having regular cycles. So we're, we're not in menopause yet, but it, that's, that's what we're dealing with, right? This is life. I mean, and you know, one of the other really important things, um, that wives said is, especially if you have daughters, we need to be able to talk about this. Mm -hmm. This needs to be something in our family, because just like I said, you know, I didn't talk about this with my mom. I I didn't really have the conversations on periods and that kind of, you know, like, you know, the gynecologist will ask you, you know, how regular your period, you know, when was your last cycle, you know, blah, blah, blah. But all of the nuances of, you know, whether it's the period or what happens around ovulation when the mucus is heavier, you know, the cervical mucus and what's up with my emotions all over the place during the course of the month, sometimes really good, sometimes really bad. Like we have to be the ones, the one family really has to be the ones leading the charge on this. And it does start with, you know, the wives and it does start with us being able to say, okay, how do I share with my husband what that looks like? But we also want we also want you guys to know what the husbands are saying about her cycle we're going to do that right after the break stress hormone changes and lack of sleep can impact your skin causing issues like dryness dark spots and acne i know the closer i get to 50 the more aware i become of this one skin today's sponsor offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level one skin has developed a proprietary peptide called os1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. So husbands, here's what many of you said. And I just want to actually share right now before I get into what the husbands say. This may be a great show for the two of you to listen to and say, okay, how, how does this impact you? How does this impact, you know, here's what I see, that type of thing. Because this may be the type of show where, it's easier because Tony and I are having the conversation for you guys to then be able to have the conversation mm-hmm. instead of bringing it up and being like, hey, we need to talk about your cycle or I want to talk about my cycle. Well, and, and having this conversation, I think, leads to much more, mm-hmm. especially within our sexual intimacy. Because if we are understanding what it looks like and what's happening in that cycle on a month-to-month basis, I think the conversation around sexual intimacy begins to change a bit as well. Mm. Because you even said it, there there are those times during ovulation where you're really, you know, you're ready. Anything's game. Anything is game, right? And and learning that and understanding that Mm -hmm. helps us to connect sexually during those times. Absolutely. On the flip side of it, and this is this is happened this week actually. So last week was ovulation week, and you could just tell everything is glowing. She was. She was just (laughs) glowing. It was amazing. And then this week. It's oral sex, and yet you're having like your vagina is just feeling thinner. Mm-hmm. You've said this. The this is a menopause thing. And it's just like last week doing the same thing, no big deal. Mm-hmm. This week we're doing oral sex, and it's just like, uh, uh, no. It feels like paper, and it feels, and so those are the conversations that begin to happen when we're talking about. Her cycle. Yeah. And that leads me right into the first thing that husbands have to say is I don't get the libido fluctuations. 
right? How is it that around ovulation, things are like I said, every, anything's game and we're, you know, full on and let's do anything. And then the week's close to, or right around, you know, the cycle, either right before or right after it's like, yeah, take it or leave it. And guys that unfortunately, you know, that's the way we're wired. But that's where getting into the conversations on what can we do or how are you feeling or where are you in your cycle? You start to understand, oh, because Tony knows as soon as he picks up on those pheromones and the whole, you know, like apparently the glow, uh, like we're going to be much more adventurous. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the time where we're going to have longer lovemaking sessions and things. He just knows. He can smell it. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't even have to say anything. He doesn't have to track. He just smells apparently. Um, You know, other husbands said, I feel distant during her period and that makes me grumpy. Sure. And this is where I would say, hey, wives, Mm -hmm. hey, wives, you might not be having sex, but what can the two of you do to foster your need to feel loved and valued in spite of feeling bloated and uncomfortable and to also forge connection with your husbands? And guys, I would say on this side of it, even though you're not having sex, is hand-holding good for you? Mm -hmm. Is just a hug good for you. And I think that's where we got to, we got to like look at our emotions and and not allow our emotions to take over Mm. and and allow us to get to this place of grumpy. You you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, hold on. Let me get a check here. Mm -hmm. Go for a walk and talk, hold her hand, maybe just cuddle on the couch do those types of things. You're going to have sex. It's just, she needs to get over that piece and understanding that. It, yeah. And, and how do we do this dance? I mean, it, it's truly a dance that we're doing with one another mm-hmm. throughout the month. And it's changing. The music is changing. You know, you're, you're at a wedding and they don't play the same genre of music song after song after song. They change it, right? They'll, they'll go into 90s rock so you're up and down and you're moving. To then they'll go to like some Frank Sinatra where you're hugging her and you're holding her and you're you're moving with her. Right. And then they'll go into like some eighties and then they'll hit like some classic rock. Wow. What a wedding. Right. Yeah. But isn't that, they'll, that's they'll, marriage. They'll, they'll get into the rap, they'll get into the hip hop, but that's, but that's what we're doing. In that's what, that's what we're yeah. doing in marriage though. That's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. And around her cycle, we have to think of it maybe a little differently than just, Oh, like I, mm-hmm. I, I don't, how can you guys connect during this time period? Well, and another thing that husband shared with us is that often they don't even know that their wives have their periods until they try and initiate sex and then they get rejected. Mm. So it's just like, Oh, nope, sorry, you can't. Cause I got my period. And yeah, that's, that's that, but that's the emotional intimacy in, in the conversation and in, in being upfront with one another, especially if you're doing the intimacy lifestyle. Absolutely. And, and even if you're not doing the intimacy lifestyle is just tracking and understanding, Hey, where are you? Mm-hmm. What, what, what's, what's happening with you? You know, Oh, I'm three days out. Oh, okay. Well, why don't we have sex like today or tomorrow? And, and, and Elisa and I will say it like that. I'll, I will tell her like, I'll be like, Hey, why don't we plan on having sex today or tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And then the initiating, the romance will begin. But at least we have a time frame and we're not like, oh, I think we'll just sort of wait. And maybe if it happens today or tomorrow, but if it doesn't, then, you know, she hits her period and now we're waiting four more days. I mean, it's sort of like, hey, we're in this together. Let's let's make sure that we are pleasing one another in this time. Well, and, you know, here's a way to take rejection out of the bedroom. I mean, yes. why is if you know your period's coming? Mm-hmm and you know, we generally have some sense that it's coming, then that conversation with your husband actually allows the two of you to draw closer 
Mm-hmm. And and to have that say like, hey, I'm going to get my period in the next couple of days. Do you want to have sex before I get my period? Yeah, you, you're really good at doing that. Because I will look and I'm like, oh, I'm getting closer. I can feel the body symptoms and, and things like that. And because I don't want it to be, well, you initiated on Sunday, but I'm supposed to get my period on Thursday. So if my days to initiate are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and if I wait till Friday, then we could actually be like a week and a half, which would make you grumpy. Like I it just would know. make me frustrated. Yes, frustrated, grumpy, whatever. But but this is where this is where we dig into this because husbands are talking about their wives having you know crazy emotions and not knowing what they're going to be walking into, and they're talking about the fact that they don't know how to be intimate during this time. That's not sexual intimacy, but how can we still be physically intimate? And so there's a lot of frustration mm-hmm. because I, I think a lot of men don't know what's going on with their wives, mm. and, and this is where I'm like, hey, ladies. <laughs> Let's start the conversation. And I know it's weird. I know that we're not taught to talk about our period. And that's like one of those things that you're just supposed to keep taboo. But like, let's face it, you're married. Mm-hmm. This is one of those topics. And I actually want to share. It needs to happen. It needs to happen. I, I want to share this book, which is called Taking Charge of Your Fertility mm-hmm. by Tony Weschler. And I know it looks like a really thick book. I don't know. It's got a few hundred pages in here. Oh, it's more than a few hundred. I 529. Think it's like, five, it's okay. like 500. It's huge. But the fact of the matter is, is that uh, I, I tell married couples, I tell couples in premarital counseling, uh, you know, coaching and that type of thing, get the book. Mm-hmm. I, even if you're not trying to make a baby get the book and read chapter three. Mm -hmm. Like if I could just get the chapter three version, that would be great. And I would just, you know, like send it to everybody. But the reason why is because that is the sex ed chapter that none of us ever got in school. Yeah. Right. It's, it's all the reproductive anatomy, but understanding it from like within the marriage standpoint of how does this impact us? What are those hormones? How are we talking about ovulation? And, and it's, we need to be, to have extraordinary marriages, we need to be willing to have the conversations around the topics that maybe people are like, ooh, that's kind of weird. Why would you talk about that? Why? Because it matters and it makes a huge difference if you're in a marriage and you're you're, you're going to be in it for a long term. Like 23 years. That's and where we're at. It's not ending anytime soon. So we better understand it because as we walk through menopause together, mm-hmm. And I believe that is something that Elise and I are walking through, even this, through her cycle, we're walking through this together, to have and to hold, through sickness and in health. Those are vows that we said and we shared on our wedding day. And do we hold those to be true? Yeah. And if we do, then this is a topic that needs to be discussed. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to share, if you want to get taking charge of your fertility, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash taking charge. I'll also have it here in the show notes for you guys. Pick it up. Mm-hmm. Guys, pick it up. Read it. I mean, it's. I've read it before, and Elisa pulled that book out, and I'm like, you know what? I, I'm going to just read chapter three again. Just go through it. Read it. it. It does not hurt. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, it was obvious from the responses that there's a disconnect between what husbands want their wives to do. To know about the impact and what wives want their husbands mm-hmm. to know, and and I would say don't wait until you're in the midst of you know period and raging hormones and and anger and all this kind of stuff, but have the conversations in the middle of the cycle. Start talking about what your perceptions are of the entire cycle, not just you know the three or four seven days that she's bleeding. That's right. It's having those conversations to say what does this look like in our marriage because we have to be getting to the point of of looking at this and saying, this is a part of our lives. Mm -hmm. 
So how do we make our emotional and physical connection around her cycle? How do we make this actually a strength in our marriage Mm -hmm. instead of something that pulls us apart like one week a month and then we spend the other three weeks trying to get back together? What if it was just there was an understanding around the entire cycle and now this is not a source of weakness in your marriage? Yeah, I love it. And I think it's one of those things where each of us knowing what's happening is going to allow us to have extraordinary marriages. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. When we go in and we step in and we go, hey, you know what? My marriage is going to be so much stronger because we are talking about this. That's where I think we come out of it and we go, yeah. So let's start talking about it Mm -hmm. and let's make sure it's not a one and done type of a deal. This is one of those things where it's happening every month. So you have an opportunity at different times each and every month to be discussing this together. So as Elisa said, pick up that book, read chapter three, taking charge of your fertility. It's going to be a game winner. Listen to this podcast together, have the conversations, and most of all, enjoy the sex. Enjoy the sex throughout the cycle, what it's like you know, at ovulation or on the other side of it, wherever you may be, go after it. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.